Welcome to Did You Eat, the pod for young adults all about getting and using the resources and knowledge you need to live your best life with a little less stress. Today, we're speaking with Renee Young. She is a money and financial consultant and is the owner of Certified Financial Solutions, LLC. We talk all things credit and credit repair. Plus, Renee shares how to apply these newfound skills to your life. Remember to visit DecideYourVibe.com for free guides, checklists, and other digital downloads that will make your life that much easier. Now onto our show. Well, today we have Renee Young, who was born in Toledo, Ohio, and she's had a tough, difficult life, but she has yet used that to be a success in her adulthood. We're excited to have her. She has her bachelor's degree in business, entrepreneurship, and a master's in business management. Again, we're just excited to have you. Now she's actually working and helping restore credit. Renee. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. It's an honor to have you. I'm just excited for our audience to be able to hear from you. And I know you have a lot of good things to share. Where are you currently? (laughs) Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Carolina. All, All right. right. All right. So born in Toledo and now replanted in uh, North Carolina. <laughs> Literally replanted. Yes. <laughs> Our weather is better. So um, I'll stay. <laughs> and that's one thing we miss up here in Ohio. Our weather is not the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, no. all too well. Uh, all too well. I know. <laughs> so Renee, tell us what and why credit repair? What got you into the industry? So what initially got me into the industry was I had to fix my own credit because I was adopted and my adopted mother used my credit and my sister's credit for everything she wanted. (laughs) I had to fix my own credit and in fixing it, I developed a passion for credit because once I saw like, oh, you can do this and when you do this, it does that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So then I started working on others' credit that let me, it was for free then, but you know, not anymore. (laughs) I had to get my feet wet. And I just love it. I honestly love it. I love the aha moments. I love the, oh my God, I can buy a house now. Oh my God, look at my brand new car. I I love bringing smiles to others' faces because that's honestly what it does. Wow, you started off deep. <laughs> <laughs> you went there. You know, I mean, but it's, it's prevalent, right? That's just yeah. the thing that you hear about. It's sad because it's, it's like you don't give your child any fighting chance, you know, to make their way in the world. Just their first step into adulthood is that you how they have bad credit because of you. Right. And I didn't even know what credit was. And I already already bad. Exactly. Now, you know, you can share how those things have made a difference in your life. And now you're helping others in the same way. Very true. Even with that, what are some myths as it comes to credit repair or just credit in general that you got? So a lot of people think that credit repair is just numbers or they think that it's used to get your money. And that is not true. not be further from the truth. Credit is like, it's a number that follows you all through your life. Mm -hmm. And once you mess it up, you're going to have to work very hard to fix it. You can't fix it overnight. There's a lot of people that say, oh, you can file a police report and say someone stole my identity and voila, your credit's going to be clean. Well, you do that and you wait and see when the police come knocking on your door Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what's going to happen. Right. Because it has happened in the past. 
Wow. I'm looking at your Instagram currently. I believe it's a reel that you have up about not listening to your elders about never getting credit. Yes. <laughs> Can you expound on that a bit? So, of course, I have a lot of clients that when they call for credit repair, they say, well, my grandma told me never to get a credit card. My mama said, don't get no credit card, honey. It's going to mess you up. I honestly want to know why young adults are told that because it's not true. Mm -hmm. You need to know how to use it, but you need it because that's going to take you further than cash will. Mm -hmm. Because yes, you can use cash on most things, But when you walk into a bank to buy a car that you don't have enough cash for, what do you need? Credit. But yes, I I always say that this is not this. We're no longer living in our elders society. Mm -hmm. So true. That's true. true. My grandmother, beautiful woman she was, used to tell us whatever credit card you get, make sure you get a JCPenney's credit card. I don't know what it was about JCPenney. I think she thought that anybody who could get a JCPenney credit card, it was almost kind of like a black Amex card. Like, I don't just, <laughs> I don't know. She thought that anybody who got a JCPenney card basically had great credit. I will tell you this. So whenever you get a store card, it's not just JCPenney, but mm-hmm. whenever you get a store card, that weighs heavily on your credit report because normally their interest rates are sky high, yeah. no matter what your credit is. And they report. So whenever you get a store credit card, that's the credit card. Well, all of them, but that's the credit card you want to make sure that you're paying on time, every month, twice a month, pay it (laughs) because it's going to jump your credit. And it's not just JCPenney though, but JCPenney. (laughs) (laughs) But she gave you good advice though. Okay, grandma. That is good, grandma. (laughs) Okay, so as young adults, what is one thing you wish every person knew or understood about credit scores and credit repair? I'll take the credit scores first. As young adults, I wish Every young adult knew that your credit score follows you from the time you hit 18, from the time you are dead in the grave. Because a lot of us, myself included, because I didn't always know what credit was, I just wish that we were told and taught that your credit is like a sign on your forehead that says you're good or you're terrible. <laughs> if it because honestly, there is some in the middle, but they don't pay attention to that. If it's in the middle, you're bad. So just keep going. (laughs) Um, If your score is good, then that means, okay, we're going to want to extend you credit. We can trust you. But if it's bad, then you're going to pay 10, 20, 30 times what someone else would pay with good credit. And I just wish they knew that. And now about credit repair, because there's a lot of people, because I can't really even say companies, they're people who take individuals trying to get their credit repaired, they take them and they do them wrong. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're just collecting the money from them and they claim that they're working on their credit, but they're really not. They're just collecting money. And then maybe every now and again, they'll send an email or they'll send maybe a letter in the mail. And so that has given so many people a bad taste in their mouth about mm-hmm. credit repair because mm-hmm. a lot of people do that. They don't really work on your credit. So here's a follow up. What is it that you do specifically? I do all things credit. Okay. So personal credit and business credit. So we will do student loans, repossessions. Repossessions, it's not like buy your car in January, you don't pay it by May, we'll get it off your report by June. It does not work that way. Okay. So every state 
has a statute of limitations. North Carolina's is four. Ohio's is three. When something's on your report and it has gone past the statute of limitations, that company can no longer come after you for that debt. So we can remove it from your report. There's also a misconception of this whole seven year. I got to wait seven years. No, you don't. Every state has a statute of limitations. If you don't do anything with it, then it's going to sit there for seven years. Yes. And then they just go with that. Besides repossessions, medical bills, anything that is on your credit that is negative, collections, charge-offs, inquiries, all that, we do it. We also teach you how to build your credit. We'll show you which companies to get a credit card with. We will show you how to use your credit card. We give you a login and password so you can check your credit every single month. And that's another thing that younger people don't do. They don't check their credit. They don't know what's on there. If I could walk up to any young person right now and say, hey, what's your credit score? Mm -hmm. And I'll get uh, mm, last time I think I checked, it's always an answer like that. <laughs> no, you, you need to know what your credit score is. That's awesome. So it's kind of like, so I'm in the business of helping people with finance. It's the same thing. You got to figure out where you are today and where you want to go. Like you yes. said, figure out what your score is today and then figure out how do I improve it and make it where I want it to be. Yes, exactly. It's exactly like that. Do you have a resource for our listeners where they can find the statutes and limitations? Google whatever state you live in statute of limitations for credit. Perfect. Another thing about knowing credit is learning your credit laws. People, even myself, we don't like to read. (laughs) You don't like to read long, drawn out documents with big words that don't make any sense. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But one thing you're going to want to read when it comes to credit repair, and if you're trying to learn about your credit yourself, Mm -hmm. is look up the Fair Credit Reporting at. So it's um, the acronym is the F-C-R-A. That's going to help you with the fairness, the accuracy, the privacy laws, all that as it relates to credit. Perfect. Awesome. We're looking at the condition, like you said, a lot of young people don't know what their credit score is. What's some warning signs that your credit score is out of whack or just having issues? When you go, let's say to JCPenney. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> we pick a better store. <laughs> And you or maybe Macy's and you try to get a card and then they give you that response. Oh, we'll let you know our decision in seven to 10 business days. Mm -hmm. You know, your credit is not good enough to get a store credit card. Or when you go shopping for a car Mm -hmm. and you're on the, let's say, Nissan lot Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I like that Altima right there. It's only 13,000. And they say, okay. And they run all your numbers. And then they tell you the price of the car for you (laughs) is about 28,000 and some change. So you're trying to figure out how did this go from 13,000 to 28,000? Because the interest rate, because of your credit score, made the price of the car go up that high because they cannot trust that you're going to actually pay them back because you don't have the credit that's going to prove to them you will pay them back. How can they justify making you pay more? (laughs) I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. And then that's the same thing. Like people want to buy a house. They tell them, oh, you can't get a mortgage because you don't have the credit. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, 
house, they're paying rent that's double what a mortgage payment would be. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me. Right. It makes none. <laughs> you know, that's a good segue though. Let's talk about Renee and and how she was able to purchase her first home in her 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating. That's I think phenomenal. Our, yeah. I mean, that that does not happen a lot. And I think our listeners need to know the skinny on that so they can go out and possibly do the same thing. I had worked on my credit. I disputed all the crazy stuff my adopted mom put on there. And some of the stuff I was like, did y'all not look at the date of birth? I um, worked on my credit. I saw this house that I wanted. And one day I said, I'm going to get that house. That is so wonderful. Were, were you nervous? I was nervous. I was absolutely nervous because during the housing process, so they run your credit first and then you have to give them this paperwork, like any paperwork that they ask you for. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh God, I hope everything works. I hope everything works. And then I'm like, I know my credit score is good. At least I think it's good. I didn't know nothing about buying a house. So I just listened to whatever the realtor said and that's what I did. Right. <laughs> then after about 23 days, the broker emailed me and it was one of those emails that made you just scream on accident. That's exactly what I did. I was so excited because it said my process was done. I can close that next Tuesday. And so I was at work. I screamed. A few people came running like, are you okay? What happened? I was fine. I closed on my home and it's been three years now and I'm still there and I still love it. And I have not missed the mortgage payment. That's another important thing about credit. When you miss payments, your score drops. Do not miss payments. And missed or late payments are one of the hardest things to get off your report. I don't care if you have to go two months without getting your hair cut, nails done, feet done. Everything else can wait. Yes. And that segues into another thing that I saw on your Instagram. You have a lot of good (laughs) advice on your Instagram. It was about if you don't have $2,000 extra in your accounts. So I think you're talking about having like those handbags, like those designer handbags. You don't have the money that you would have spent to put in the bag. You probably shouldn't have bought the bag. Exactly. Exactly. Because why am I carrying a $2,000 bag if I don't have $2,000 in my bank account to put in the bag? It's backwards. You know what? And it stings a little too. You know, that advice. It does. does. (laughs) We have this treat yourself mentality about I'm going to go and treat myself. I worked really hard to get this $1,500. I'm going to go and treat myself. People who like luxury things, or is there anything that you like to say? Well, so with my company, we also offer budgeting. Mm. So that is part of our budgeting. Yes. If you want that bag, Mm -hmm. oh, that's perfectly fine. But why not take the $1,500 that you would take to buy the bag with and flip it over and over and over. And then you can buy the bag. You can have the money to put in the bag. You can take some gold for that price and put it in the bag too. Yes. Who cares? Have money. Now you're not broke with just a bag to show for it. Exactly. So true. Exactly. Now you don't have to go and pawn your bag. (laughs) (laughs) That's good advice. Live within your means. And then when you reach the point that you can get those things, then you can really enjoy them because now you allowed your money to work for you and you're in a better position to enjoy them. It's not that what to get it quick. Lionel, they need to get with you and learn how to invest (laughs) and then they'll be able to 
money to put in the bag. And then they really have a bag <laughs> with money. <laughs> there you go. Get the bag. Can we get the bag to get the bag? Hey, here's another question for you. So what does your ideal client look like, Renee? My ideal client, I'm going to say like it's a scenario, is a woman over or man between their 20s and mid-30s. They have a career or a long-term job. They have children, but they have never been taught about what credit is and they've never been taught how it works. Okay. They are hardworking. They don't mind spending their money on things that's going to help them. Mm -hmm. They just need direction on how to get there. Got it. That's good. That's awesome. That's good. Well, any other words of wisdom you have to help as is dealing with their credit? I would say... The best advice I can give anyone that does not have good credit is be mindful of who you're asking about how to fix your credit. Now, a lot of these credit companies that are out now, I would say watch them Mm. before you just go and sign up. When your friends refer you to a credit agency, Mm -hmm. I would go with that referral before I went with just some company that I Googled. Mm-hmm. Because if you trust your friend, then your friend is not going to steer you in the wrong direction, especially if they can show you their results. Yeah. So that is very important. And then another thing that I want to say is when you get with a credit repair agency and your credit is now where you need it to be. Mm-hmm. Please keep it there. Exactly. I tell all my clients, mm-hmm. you all will be in my credit class between two and eight months, depending on what's going on with your credit situation. And I'm going to teach you and train you everything that you need to know to upkeep your credit profile. Right. Sometimes you might have a one-off question like, oh, should I do this first or should I do that first? And you know, like with Corona, we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So you have to plan for the unknown. So just make sure that as you're saving, planning, paying, doing whatever with your credit, that you keep it where it's supposed to be. And can you talk a little bit about what is a good credit score. Like, what are what are we aiming for? I, I think the higher end is what eight fifty. Mm, it is. This is the way I put it. In my company, we get everybody in the seven hundreds mm-hmm. because once you're in the seven hundred, normally above a seven twenty, the bank looks at you as if you have an eight fifty. Once you're over that seven twenty mark, they're like, oh. Sign the dotted line. You don't have to put no money down. You don't, dang sure, might not even have to show your license. They just know you're good because that's your credit score. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, when people say all you do is walk in and then you walk out with whatever you want, mm-hmm. that's that type of credit score. It's a 720 or above. Now, the other thing is when you're trying to buy a house, you there are certain types of houses that you can buy with a 580, which for some people, when they don't have credit cards or they don't have anything else, A 580 is good for them. Now, it's not good, but for them in their current situation, for them, they they worked hard to get to that 580. So they're happy. They can buy their house. They can ride off into the sunset. (laughs) (laughs) But you still want to strive for the 700. So really, a good credit score is anywhere between 650 to about 680. And then you get into the greats 
once you get over 700. Then you're in the can't touch this when you get into that 800 mark. That's right. That's right. That's so funny. So where can our listeners find you? They can find me on Instagram at the Miss Renee Young. Mm-hmm. They can find me on Facebook at Certified Financial Solutions, LLC. Or they can find me on TikTok because I do credit and silly videos on TikTok <laughs> as the Miss Renee Young. And you can also find me on Clubhouse as the Miss Renee Young. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you awesome. so much. You're very, very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you've been hearing on Did You Eat? We invite you to go to wherever you listen to this episode and follow, leave us a comment or review. Tell us what you love about this episode. But for real, what we really like is if you would tell us what you want to hear more of in the future. As always, protect your energy. You're going to need it because you're about to do some amazing things.